Hello, welcome to What's Up with Bobby and Lily Christmas edition. Okay, so we are going to do a little something a little bit different for Christmas edition. Lily, we're going to do well, lots of little um, interviews with people, very famous people like Obama and Clinton and, and no. <laughs> no, we're going to talk to friends and family from around our neighborhood um, about something that inspires them, something that makes them feel excited, gets them up in the morning, makes them feel good. It could be a person or a song or a thing. Or, or a, a sport. Or a building or literally anything. Welcome to the Inspiration Station. Hello. Welcome everybody to the Inspiration Station. Hey Jesse, how you doing? Good. Yeah? Do you want to tell us who you are, how old you are, a little bit about yourself? I'm 11 and I like football and basketball. And we're talking about people who inspire us. So who inspires you? Who are you here to talk about? Lionel Messi. Ooh, and he's a... Football player. Nice. Even I know that because the World Cup's just been on. I hope so. And what is it about him that you find inspiring? Like, What do you like about him? He works really hard and tries really hard and shows great sportsmanship. Nice. And did you watch the World Cup? Yeah, I yeah. watched that final. And is it the first World Cup that he's won? Yep. Yeah, because they've won a few times before, but not with him. Mm-hmm. And how did you get into football? Like, was it your dad or...? Yeah, my dad. Um, what else can you tell us about um, the person that inspires you? Like, what's his background? Is he from a poor background, a rich background? Do you know how he got into football? He was diagnosed with growth hormones, and Barcelona paid for his treatment to be signed with him. Wow. So he had a problem with his growth, and he was given growth hormones in Barcelona and helped him with his medical treatment. Yeah. And then he played for them and became a footballer. Yeah. Oh, that is a good story. Um, do you know when he started playing football? Like, just like as a kid or anything? I think when he was like three. Well, <laughs> as, as soon as he could walk. And, <laughs> and if you, um, do you play football? Yeah. Would you like to do it professionally if you were able? Yeah. Oh, nice. In New Zealand or somewhere else? Somewhere else in, like, England. Yeah, probably. who's the British team that you support? Tottenham. Oh, yeah? Why yeah. Tottenham? Because I like Hyung Min's song. Nice. Yeah. For the player? Yeah. I'm going to pretend I know who that is. <laughs> That's awesome, Jesse. That's really good. That's it. Short and sweet. My job. That was really good, mate. Okay, George is dying of embarrassment. So, so our second guest is actually um, the only other person we could get on short notice who is available. <laughs> George Glancy. George Glancy. And now, my brother. And my son. Now, George, I help make you, so I know quite a lot about you, but, um, and I also live with you too. So, oh, yeah, but for the people. That's very good. Basic fact. Basic fact. But the people who don't, um, just introduce yourself. What's your name? What's your age? And tell us who your inspiration is, mm-hmm. who we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. My name's George, and I'm 12, and we're going to be talking about Kobe Bean Bryant. Nice. You can slow it down. You don't have to go crazy. We're all just you friends here. With no, yeah. Got plenty of time, plenty of time. So you're George Glancy. You're here to talk about Kobe Bryant, and who is Kobe Bryant? Give us a little background history. Yeah. He is from Philadelphia. Yeah. And born and raised. Born and raised. Uh-huh. And he played with the LA Lakers. 
and as a basketball player. LA Lakers. So he, yeah, okay, that's really good. And what about him, like, is an inspiration for you? Like, why, why does he inspire you? His mentality for the game. Yeah. And what was his mentality? Like, how did he, how did he become such a, an incredible legend? Because he just had a drive to succeed and wanted to become one of the greatest. And he had a name for it. What was the thing that charged him that, like, built his spirit? Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality. Mm -hmm. And can you explain what that is? You read a book about that, didn't you? Yeah. One of the few books you've read this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> None of which are my own books, I might add. But anyway, yes, go, George. So what was it like? What? How would you describe Mamba mentality? Um, Just to get out there and, like, do your best to win, like, just try as hard as you can, no matter what. Yeah. Mama mentality. Okay, so it's like a winning philosophy. Yeah, like I have to win. Nice. Um, and who would you compare Kobe to in the modern like game? Because he's he's obviously he's he passed away, didn't he? Because yeah. he had a, a terrible accident. But when he was playing, when was he playing? Like two thousands. Two thousands. Who do you think is he? Always sort of. Um, said that he was um, based a lot of the way that he played on Michael Jordan, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And who now do you think has has been inspired by Kobe to become the next Kobe? Like, is is it somebody like Ja or who's really playing like he used to play? Basically, everyone in the NBA is inspired by Kobe. <laughs> They're all st stolen his moves. Basically, everyone. Yeah, that's like, how big an influence he was. Yeah. yeah. But I think... De DeMar DeRozan yeah. has most similar moves. Yeah, from from the like Bulls. His post, yeah, his post game. Yeah, is the most similar to Kobe. And when you get into the NBA, are you gonna have Kobe's number, or is it have they retired Kobe's number? <laughs> They've retired it. I oh, think they retired it. Might across have done. the whole league. The league has not retired Kobe Bryant's numbers, but the Lakers have. Thank you, Lily. What's what was his number? 24 and 8. Ooh, two numbers. Lucky mm. man. Well, that's, that's nice, George. Thanks for that. That's really good. We really appreciate your time. If there's anyone else that inspires you, feel free to come back on the show. Thank you, kind sir. And, um, yeah, thanks very much. I guess that's what's up with Kobe Bryant. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> We're here uh, with an awesome neighborhood kid because he was available. <laughs> and so I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell us who is his inspiration. So Sam, welcome to the podcast. Hi, uh, I'm Sam Fraserhurst. I'm 14 years old and my inspiration is John John Florence. Very good. And, and who is John John Florence? Uh, John John Florence is a two-time world champion, WCL world champion. Oh yeah. He's one of the best surfers in the world. He's one of the best free surfers in the world, and he's just amazing. So, yeah. Nice. What, what does free surfer mean? He doesn't just do competitions. He, like, surfs a lot outside of it, makes movies and edits and stuff like that. Oh, I like it. And you're, you're a surfer. You love surfing. You compete in a lot of surf competitions. What is it about him particularly? Obviously, you like a lot of different types of styles and different surfers, but... Is there something that inspires you particularly about him? Is it just his style? Is it his backstory? Um, everything. Like, he's got such a nice style and he just seems like a genuinely good guy. Like, 
he does, he's not cocky or anything. He's like real nice and yeah, seems laid back. Has a cool life. Is John John Hawaiian? Yeah, he's Hawaiian. He lives on Oahu Ooh, at the nice. beach of Pipe. <laughs> oh, nice. Have you been there? No, but I really want to. Have you met John John at all? Or? No, but he posted on my Instagram. He commented on my Instagram once. No, come on. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, John John's, talk, talk a little bit about John John's stuff because I remember when they were watching him, there's very orthodox old school surfing style and then there's this sort of dynamic power style that people have in modern surfing. Do you think that's a big change in the game or? Yeah, well, I guess a lot of guys, they used to ride like longer boards and really do that many ears or anything. John um, John's kind of like mixed the two together. He rides, he rides really, really short boards for big waves. Like he surfs a lot more big waves than he does small waves. Yeah. And his style's kind of just to go for it and like do massive turns. Yeah. And he kind of brings that old school like power surfing but combines it with like the ears and stuff as well which is really cool oh that's nice and all these brazilian guys who are just exceptional at these air tricks as well yeah yeah that's yeah. a whole crop of guys in the last yeah. five years that have just killed it really yeah like gabriel medina italo and those guys love it you yeah. and your brother compete. Yeah. T- do you compete together well i guess no we compete against each other and yeah. a lot of other people in new zealand has this, that caused any problems between you? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a bit of a rivalry, I guess, I'd say. He's beaten me a few times, few too many, and I've beaten him a lot as well. It's worth so. saying he's a younger brother. Yeah, he's, he is younger, so it sucks when he beats me. <laughs> I try and beat him more than he beats me, yeah. <laughs> is there a difference in your style between you and Jesse? Like when you surf together, are there things that he's proficient at and good at that you're not and vice versa? Or because you've learned together, do you surf in a similar way? Um, I guess, but I'm quite a lot bigger than him, so I do better in bigger waves because, and he does better in smaller waves because I guess he's like a lot lighter than me and can yeah. get, go a lot faster in small waves. Doesn't sink. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and you say John John's an inspiration. If you continued on the path that you're on, is that one of your aspirations to surf full time? Yeah, I guess it's a very big goal. Like, there's so many surfers in the world. And New Zealand isn't really renowned for surfing, but yeah, not that yet. would not yet. not yet, not yet, yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah, that would be the goal, right? Welcome to What's Up with Lily and Bob, and thanks for coming and doing this. We really appreciate Thank you. it. All good. I'm Jesse. Uh, I'm 12 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice to see you. And Jesse is actually the. Uh, brother of Sam, who talked about John John earlier on. So we've got the whole family in here. And so what we're talking like about um, people or things or places that inspire us. What inspires you? Do you have a person in mind? Uh, probably Kelly Slater is a professional surfer. Oh, nice. Yeah. And you're a surfer too, aren't you? Yeah. And you compete with your brother sometimes. Yeah, I compete quite a bit, so yeah. that's cool. He was talking yeah. quite a lot about you earlier on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> You're saying that you beat him occasionally? Yeah, I beat him. Yeah, but a little competitive spirit yeah. between you. And so Kelly's obviously a phenomenal legend in the sport. Yeah. What What is it that you like about him? Is it his attitude, the way he surfs? Like, can you talk a little bit about what inspires um, you about Kelly Slater? He's got a pretty good mindset. Yeah, what do you think the about guys. the age thing, the fact that he came back and was it Pipeline that he won yeah, last he year won at 50? The, yeah. 49, 10 days to his birthday. <laughs> and do you think that a huge amount of that is attitude? Like just yeah. that drive that some people have? Yeah. 
So yeah. not many people have that mindset to keep going like that. And in surfing, we were talking to um, your brother, and obviously there's lots of different styles. Yeah. What? How would you describe Kelly's style like on a wave? Has he got a specific way of doing something? Is he better at big waves, small waves? What's his What's his thing? I'd say like he's probably is more like bigger, heavier waves, but then as he's got older, he's still like got. He's almost got more styly, like oh. and he flows. Better and he'll ride weirder boards and comps stuff like that so he's so, getting better with age you think um i wouldn't say he's getting better but he's still like he's changed like he's changing his like styles and what he rides oh that's interesting so it's almost like more dynamic yeah and he's got this amazing place where he's built the perfect artificial weight is that right yeah that is right and so, are you going to try and surf there one day yeah maybe okay <laughs> Um, you and your brother are obsessed with surfing. You surf a lot and you compete in New Zealand. Is professional surfing one of the things that you aspire to be to become or to do one day if you could? Yeah, I feel like that would be a pretty cool like thing to do. It's yeah. been a dream, but hopefully it can come true. Well, it can if you've got the right yeah. work ethic, just like Kelly. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool if you and your brother managed to that'd make it. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, what would you say your style of surfing is? Are you kind of pretty freestyle or are you technical or what? how would you say? I'm not really sure, to be honest. Like, no, I you're love, figuring it out. Yeah, I'm still, like, because I'm quite young, I'm yep. still, like, learning heaps and growing more. Nice. Do you learn anything from your brother or...? Mm. He tries to teach me, but I teach him more. <laughs> nah, nah, he's just, nah, not really, because, yeah, my dad teaches me heaps. Yeah, your dad's an amazing surfer, isn't he? And he yeah. teaches, teaches both of you guys. Yeah. That was so good, mate. That's really nice. Is there anything else about um, Kelly that you feel like you didn't say or you want to say? Um, we share the same birthday. No. That's good. So, that's cool. You're destined to become yeah. a surfer. So I got the same birthday as him, so that's pretty cool. I love it. Yeah. Thanks, mate. That was so good. That's all we need. That's cool. Yeah, good job. So our guest today is Gemma Glancy. Drum roll. My mum. And my wife. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Pleasure. I'm glad we got you with yeah. your busy schedule. Like, you're really hard to get. And yeah, right. your list was pretty I, complicated. I your rider. a lot of favours. Yeah, we've got brown M&Ms only for, for Gemma. So we're all set up. She's happy. <laughs> Finally, my people spoke to your people. Your people are a nightmare. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah, so who, who, who's inspired you, Gemma, and who would you like to talk about on the show? Well, you guys are always watching films. Um, oh, yeah. Usually about superheroes. So today I thought I'd talk about a real-life superhero. Oh, good build-up. Great, yeah. So his name's Peter Baines. Yep. He's an Australian. Um, He was a detective uh, working in Australia. And when the 2004 tsunami hit in Thailand, well, actually in quite a few countries, but Mm. mainly in Thailand, um, he was sent over there um, as a forensic detective. He spent a lot of time there and he realized that there were a lot of children wandering the streets, um, unable to find their parents. And he just knew he had to do something about it. So um, in 2005, he set up a charity called Hands Across the Water. Yeah. And it's um, something close to my family's heart. My parents both support it 
hugely and do a lot of fundraising for it, which is awesome. Go George and Carol. Yeah. Yeah. And so the tsunami left a lot of orphans. So Peter built a charity to try and help the the orphans that have been left behind since the tsunami struck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing to do was obviously um, uh, find places for these kids to go because they were literally on the street and had nowhere to go. So he helped with that initially, but then the the charity kind of um, grew so that um, they've now got orphanages all over Thailand um, and they've built a really great kind of business around, um, like they've bought a rubber plant plantation, which helps to fund the kids because you can't just rely on people's donations, you know, to keep kids' lives Ah, oh, so he builds a business so it's got a revenue stream for the charity long term. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's smart. Really, really smart guy, yeah. Um, and he's also got another kind of he, – he wanted the charity to be such that 100% of the profit goes to the kids. Yeah, which isn't so, always the case. No, most charities, uh, a bunch of money goes to marketing and, um, you know, all sorts of other things mm-hmm. to – uh, and not directly to the the people that need it. Yeah. So he was insistent, like that. That's what he wanted. So you know, if you're giving a hundred dollars to Hands Across the Water, yeah. it's directly impacting a child's life. And how do people do that? Uh, you go onto the website handsacrossthewater.com. and you can give money directly there. Yeah, or you can sponsor a child. So. Um, regularly, like monthly payments, which help support a child. Um, they've now got um, so much support that um, quite a few of the kids have been able to, like who were in the 2004 tsunami, they've been through the orphanage, through school, and um, are now graduating from university, which oh, is incredible. That's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. And you can do other things, like your parents ride like 100 million miles <laughs> <laughs> through <laughs> Thailand to, yeah. to get... Yeah, to... so every year they have um, a ride called Ride to Provide, where um, if ride you want to... Ride to Provide. Yeah, if you want to sign up for that, you have to raise $10,000 each, and you cycle 800 kilometers through Thailand. Wow. Um, and the end point is actually one of the orphanages, so the kids are there to greet you, which is pretty... Pretty awesome. So nice. Really and you amazing experience. Yeah. yeah. So my mum and dad, well, dad's done it. He's about to do it for the second time. I think mum's done it three or four times at least. In fact, Carol has done it six times. My brother's also done it. Um, Go Mitch. It's apparently an amazing experience. And um, yeah, every every penny goes to the kids. So pretty cool. I love it. Thanks, Gemma. And, and Peter Bain's actually written a really really good book about this experience from the beginning to the end probably more for parents than for kids but it's a pretty good um, summary of his experience and the fact that he did some great um, work to build this charity and help so many children yeah it's a great book yeah I highly recommend that book actually it's great and um, yeah highly recommend supporting the charity I think he's an absolute superhero he's dedicated every day of his life since 2004 to helping thousands of kids across thailand now they're even actually working in the slums in bangkok to help wow. kids there as yep. well so they've just broadened it and um yeah they're doing amazing work he's a he's amazing a real life superhero he's a real life superhero oh that is so good thanks so much Gemma. we love that and um we really appreciate your time 
No worries. Thanks for having me. And by the way, I love your podcast. It's, it's um, like please WhatsApp. Please rate it on Spotify. Please yeah. rate it on Spotify. Please, please, please. You're our only audience member, so we love yeah, you. We, you're our fan. You're our only You're fan. our listener. <laughs> Yeah. You maybe want to get some more interesting guests than me, though. Like, what? You could maybe nah. work on that. No, 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 I recommend you get Chris Hemsworth on the show. Yes, oh, yes, Chris. Yes, come, if Chris. If you're listening, which we, we know you're not, um, yeah. please, please come reach on out. to the show. <laughs> reach out, <laughs> reach out to Lily. Don't reach out to Rachel uh, Pajama because that'll get awkward. Because <laughs> she's my wife. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be awkward. No, I think it'll be quite yeah, yeah, I think it'll be awkward. For me because he'd leave me so never uh, well, oh, well we've got that recorded so yeah. we'll see later Lily would be alright with Chris being like you know stepdad no nah. <laughs> nah. no he wouldn't do podcasts with you no nah. no he's too busy being Thor yeah no I'd go to his movie sets though that would be a bonus oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. We'll, do, well we could do a podcast at his movie sets I'm just dropping it in there Chris <laughs> just some ideas some yeah, ideas Paul, Chris <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, thank okay. you, everyone. <laughs>